Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. And so, one of the really amazingly pithy ways that we can expedite this project is by following these Lojong slogans, these, these earthy Tibetan slogans that were designed to train the mind in what's known as bodhicitta, so train the mind in the kind of warm, sentient self path, the path of openness and connection. And to do that, we have to be conscious of and then dismantle the old crazy ego path, which we think works, but actually just makes us suffer. Does Does that make sense? It's, it's a topsy-turvy uh, way of the normal way we think because mostly if we catch ourselves thinking everything we think is about trying to feather our nest trying to make ourselves comfortable you know, is this person going to be my friend will this person be a resource or will they be a bother should I, should I, are they going to be a bit of a drag to my mood are they going to bring me down or are they going to make me a bit feel a bit better you know, is this is this project going to be good for me or is it not going to be good for me? There's this kind of constant, slightly nauseating kind of um, assessment of everything that happens to us in reference to this ego. Is it going to make me feel comfortable? Is it going to make me feel uncomfortable? And this, in, in essence, is quite aggressive. We don't like to think of ourselves as aggressive people. But this sort of deep-seated kind of ego project spawns quite a lot of aggression. Because you're pushing people away that you don't like, and then when you do like them, you're sort of kind of exploiting them, you're kind of dragging them into your project. And this can be sadly true of family members, children, parents, lovers, co-workers, strangers. You know, there's this sort of subcutaneous kind of running... um, commentary of like is this going to be good for me or not good for me will they they perk me up or will they kind of bring me down is that thing going to further my project or is it going to kind of get in the way of my project so there's a sort of queasy egocentric slightly kind of psychopathic quality to all of us that actually it's quite healthy to get in touch with None of us really like to admit that side of ourselves. But Buddha Dharma, this, this practice of, of this particular kind of earthy Tibetan practice, wants us to really get, in, get into that. Don't be ashamed. Most people, most all people, unless you're you know, a Buddha or you know, a highly accomplished practitioner, still have this going on. But it really is the source of our suffering. So we need to kind of see it to work with it. And so the uh, practice of Tonglen, you know, it's one of, two of the, the 59 slogans are the practice of sending and receiving, it's practiced alternatively and it rides on the breath, that's one of them, and the practice of sending and receiving begins with oneself. So sending and receiving is the translation of Tonglen, two words in Tibetan means giving and taking. 
And as you see, when we do the practice, it's all about this movement, in and out, giving and taking. So uh, this, this practice comes out of that, that Lojong training. And one of the slogans I thought would be useful is this one that I've written on the board. Three objects, three poisons, three seeds of virtue. Three objects, three poisons. Is it poison? Yeah. Three poisons, three seeds of virtue. Um, because the, the powerful thing about Tonglen is that it takes the things that we think are bad and it turns them into the seed of virtue. Because in, in basic, in basic um, to summarize this, the three objects are the three different kinds of people or experiences that we have in our lives. So one of them are experiences and people that we want and crave and hanker after. Other, the second one is people that we don't want, that we hate, that we want to push away, and that we want to get rid of. And the third one is people or experiences that we just blank out. We don't pay any attention to or we dissociate. So these are the three objects. So I'm sure you can think of people and experiences, could be emotional experiences that fit into one of those three categories. And the three poisons are what we do, or not actually what we do, but what our ego does when it encounters those three objects. So we grab hold of the people that we want and we pull them towards us and we don't let go and we crave them. And we push away the people we don't want and we get rid of them or we execute them or we send them to Coventry or we just push them away. And then the whole category of people and experiences that we just pretend don't exist. We just blank out, consciously or unconsciously. So we dissociate, use the psychological term, we dissociate them. So in classic Buddhist language, there's, there's it's greed, the craving, the wanting, aggression, anger, pushing away, and delusion or ignorance, which is the kind of blanking out, the not seeing. So we've got the three objects, the three poisons, and then the three seeds of virtue, which is what happens when we do the opposite. So in, when we see something, we experience something that we don't like, our ego uh, pattern is to push it away, get rid of it, be angry about it, project it out, give it to someone else. With Tonglen, we bring it in. We actually reverse the logic of ego and we breathe in the object that we don't like. So we reverse the uh, anger, the rejection, and we breathe it right into our very center, heart center. And then what is born in that after the meditation, or indeed during the meditation, is the seed of virtue. So the seed of virtue simply means what happens, what arises when we take this thing that we really hate, or that we really, uh, no, let's stay with the thing that we really hate, and we bring it in, breathe it into ourselves, and we, put, we don't even just tolerate it, we actively breathe that emotion, or that experience, or that person, right into our being. Because what we immediately um, create is the seed of virtue of non-aggression. Not pushing away, 
not getting rid of. And that can be all sorts of things. I don't want to preempt what that is. So we just say it's non-aggression, but that is the, the seed of virtue. And similarly, if there's someone that we really, there's some experience that we really love, this apple crumble that we just can't get enough of, or this kind of person that we just want to kind of possess, then we let them go. So we breathe it out, we breathe it, give it away. So it's completely topsy-turvy logic to what we're used to, used to doing. And in doing that, we experience the seed of virtue, which is not clinging, not holding on. What does that feel like? And as important, perhaps most important of all, are the things that we do not see or engage with, the things that we blank out, which is harder to work with. So the kind of the neutral things or the things that just don't seem important but actually usually are. So we, the things that we ignore, we do the opposite, and we either breathe them in or we work with them in our heart. So the whole process is topsy-turvy logic. We're breathing in what we don't want, the negative, and we are breathing out the positive. Breathing in the negative, breathing out the positive, and seeing what arises, seeing what seeds of virtue feel like. What is the actual net result? Because your ego will be going, oh, this is a fucking terrible idea. Why would we do that? <laughs> Why am I getting rid of the things I like? I, you know, I've spent all this money coming here. I want to be calm and peaceful. I don't want to give that away. You know, I don't want to think about my you know, brother or my kind of like annoying boss. But this is exactly the kind of crazy, uh, topsy-turvy logic that Tonglen is encouraging us to try out. Because we work with the various objects we notice uh, the poison or the habitual ego response and we reverse it and see what happens. So this is, this is the kind of quite radical underpinning of Tonglen practice. Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> The apple crumble? Yeah. So yeah, so let's let's just rein it into it. So this is a this is a meditation practice. Okay, so obviously in the real world, what we're aspiring to is that you would see the apple crumble as the last slice of apple crumble. You love apple crumble, but Jane's behind you in the queue and you go, Jane, here you are. <laughs> So, you know, there is a real-world parallel to this, which is called generosity. But we're, we, what we're setting up is the groundswell, because, you know, you can do that also from an ego point of view. Jane, have the last piece of apple crumble. Aren't I great? Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> and that is... <laughs> that, is uh, that is ego hijacking your compassionate act. The great thing about Tonglen is that it's really, really real. I should change those words. It's very accurate. Because it has to be something that you really want. And you have to really not want to give it away. Likewise, it has to be something you really would rather not spend time with. And then you have to breathe it in. 
So it's like, from the ego projects, it's like, it's the opposite of, you know, feathering your nest, making yourself snug, making yourself comfortable. It feels like you're deliberately making yourself uncomfortable. But what you need to do is just give it a go and see what happens afterwards. I don't want to preempt that because that's the, again, what's really interesting about these, these little pithy slogans is they don't actually, they just tell you what to do. They don't actually say what might happen. And how do you deal with the consequences? I mean, you're like letting, it could be very harmful, I think, if you're embracing something that is hurtful or doesn't seem to work with you, you've had experience that it's upsetting or... Mm. Yeah, absolutely. How do you deal with the consequences afterwards? Well, you see what the consequences are, first of all. Because your ego says the consequences are going to be catastrophic, but actually, give it a go, and you'll find that something else happens. We are breathing in, so it's a you know it's a it's a meditative exercise at the beginning, but we start with ourselves. We start with all the experiences that we're going to encounter today, all the things that might come up on the cushion, feeling grumpy feeling isolated, feeling sad, feeling silenced, feeling whatever. And instead of doing what we normally do, which is like, I've got to solve this, I've got to get rid of this thing, I've got to kind of get rid of it, I've got to work it out, I've got to use all these tools to uh, put it in a box and get rid of it. You simply, literally, imagine it as dark, painful, poisonous, toxic tar and you breathe it right into your heart centre and see what happens. And then on the next breath you breathe out what you really want in its place which is peace and comfort and ease and you give it away. So the important and really tricky part of Tonglen is that you're not you're not breathing it in to get rid of it. You're not, I'm going to breathe in this toxic kind of hatred and that way it will go. It's not another way of getting rid of. You're actually breathing it in and holding it in your heart. So you're taking it on. And when you give things away, when you give the good things away, you're not sharing them. It's not like, let's both enjoy this apple pie. It's like, no, you have the apple pie. I'm going to go without. So you're actually giving away the peace that you might have enjoyed in your meditation. You're giving away the, uh, the beautiful experience you had down on the seashore. You're giving it, breathing it out to the world, to other people, it doesn't matter. The point is that you're letting go of it. And this feels, this feels really difficult. Because you just think, well, I don't mind sharing it, but I don't actually want to get rid of it. But you are giving it away. And you are taking on the negative. And in some sense, your thinking mind, every part of your thinking mind will go, this is an absolute terrible idea. But I encourage you to experiment with it and see what the feeling is as you practice. We breathe in, into the heart center that we've been working with. We, whatever it is that we're experiencing, we don't have to make things up. 
This is, we do this practice when you know, something's happening. You breathe it in, take the negative part for ourselves, and you give the positive, even if the positive is just what you desire, you give that away. So it's giving the positive and, and taking the negative. Thank you for listening and please do join us again for more podcasts from MindSprings. You can find out more about us and our work at mind-springs.org. That's mind-springs.org.